In a world where a millennial and a non-millennial make a podcast. Live from the Thailand studios in beautiful downtown North Hollywood, it's the Me and Marcus Show. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Yeah, we have a special guest host today. His yeah. name is Roy Tai. Roy Tai, Thailand Productions. Hello. Hi. Thanks Hi, for everyone. filling in for Mike today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Real, I guess really appreciate it. This is the when you're the producer of the co- podcast and your <laughs> talent doesn't show up. That's my job. I have to step in. The show must go on, folks. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for the <laughs> opportunity. Don't be so excited. <laughs> the show must go on. You know, it's the classic like, saying here. I like being the behind the scenes guy, but uh, podcasts are cool. This is fun. You're really stepping up. I I'm appreciate really you doing up. it. Yeah. Also. Happy Great American Campout Day. Great, Ameri- Great American Campout Day. Yeah. I love camping. Camping's tight. It is. Um, remember we went camping in Big Bear? Yeah, it was awesome. I guess this is, I'm the infamous Roy that you're always, you've always been talking about. You're this always is bringing, Roy. You're always bringing me up on the <laughs> podcast. Your boyfriend, Roy, Roy, my boyfriend. And then hey, now yeah. you're actually getting a chance to meet me here. Hey, everyone. This is Roy. Hey, it's Roy. You know, you've heard He's my here. name plenty of times. He's and, real. Yeah, I'm, I'm real. <laughs> Chelsea does have a boyfriend. It's me. <laughs> It's him. Yeah, it's proof. Um, yeah, no, uh, camping. Remember we went to camping to Big Bear? Yeah, we camped on top of the mountain, on top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. There was no cell phone reception for like three days, and it was glorious. And it was off-roading to get up there. Oh, my gosh. It was like wrong turn. And you caught a trout. I caught a trout. I didn't catch anything. You caught the tr- only trout. It was a cute little trout. It was a nice rainbow trout. It was a big size, too. It was like a three-pounder. Really? Yeah. Is that a big is that a big trout? For up here in in, a, in in Big Bear, that's a nice sized trout. It is hard to catch fish in that pond. I feel like it's overfished. Oh yeah, that's ridiculous. They're probably wised up Especially, to the fact like ah ha ha, not today. Yeah, and, and when if you look inside them, if you ever have folks ever cut open a trout here in America, you guys really like to cram them full of power bait. Oh. It's pretty gross. <laughs> Like no lures anymore. You use worms, right? I use worm because I fished. I'm from Canada, and I fished in Canada, so everything is live bait up there. Um, and we use minnows to oh, catch yeah, yeah, walleye. Yeah. We use those in Ohio. Yeah, but here in California, they don't sell. Um, they don't sell live minnows? minnows. No, you're not allowed <gasps> to use live minnows. You can. You, yes. They don't sell it. It doesn't mean you can't use it, but you can. Um, uh, catch your own so you could set up a net in a creek or something get your own live bait which the what? fish go crazy over yeah one time i was fishing up in castaic this is last year and i saw this guy just catching like every cast he was bringing in a bass and i like finally him. yeah he's like in this really expensive bass boat and i'm on this uh 10 foot skiff with a <laughs> nine horse on the back of it yeah. i just putter up to him and i'm like hey w- what are you doing over here share your secrets and he's like oh i got live bait it's like candy to them and i was like <laughs> Oh, uh, gotcha. And he's like, what do you got? And I was like, plastic. <laughs> plastic. <laughs> so, yeah, so I didn't catch any fish, and this guy caught uh, a lot. Um, but, it yeah, so like all. I said, in, in when you're in Canada like that and you're catching fish, um, they love that you can use the live bait. And plus, um, you know, they're not crammed full of, like, power bait because there's way more fish. You don't see anyone on the lakes. Mm-hmm. The lakes are huge. Like, these are, like, what you guys or not you guys, you're not from here either, but what California people call a lake. It's like, like that's, a pond. That's like a pond in right. Canada. Like I'm from Northwestern Ontario. So right. like that's like, 
land of a thousand lakes. You know, like the in Ohio, I fished in Lake Erie. It's yeah, huge. It's like an ocean to an ocean. Yeah, you know, and we used actual minnows. Yeah, and you can't really see people out there. You're not running into people. Right. Yeah, right. so that's the only thing that's kind of weird about fishing here is that, but, you know, I'm going fishing next weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, up in Ojai, that lake has the world's biggest bass that's ever been caught. Go get them. Yeah. So that's going to be tight. The bass fishing in California is something that people from all over the world travel to come fish, so that's really? cool. Yeah, yeah. The bass fishing here is actually great. It's huh. well known for its bass fishing. I but like a good bass. Yeah. And like where I'm, where I'm from, that's known for like the hunting and fishing gathering area yeah. <laughs> but it's walleye like everyone loves catching walleye because they're Sweet. good to eat yeah 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 yeah. even in minnesota I like, too i don't like fish but really tuna is cool i don't know I like, like uh, if you ever had a walleye i mean i don't know it might change your opinion on fishing it really is know. good you bread it like you know it. how i it bread the chicken like it tastes like fish <laughs> yeah it does taste like fish it's not fishy though that's the thing it's uh, not like overdone with that's fishy. what someone said about catfish i've never had salmon. a catfish I like salmon. It tastes like fish. Cedar Plake salmon. You know, like sometimes salmon can taste like a chicken, but other times it mostly just tastes like a fish. All right. So it's you're just tuning into the nature show here. <laughs> uh, me and Marcus, we've taken, <laughs> had their guest host come in, Roy, and it's turned into uh, a nature show. Yes. Uh, it's also National Let It Go Day. Let It Go. What, just like let a general go. let it go or that's, like let it go of like your old goods? That's what Google told me. Let it go. Th- do they give you a description when you look this up? No. They just say, let it go day. Let it go day. No, so it can be whatever you want. Like you can let, let anything go, if you please. Yeah, so let go of old resentments. This is what, this yeah. is what Mike would say. This, this is exact, I yeah, just said exactly sure. what Mike you're, would say. You're doing Mike very well. Yeah, here, this, I'm Mike right now. Oh, I'd back that for sure. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, let it go day. Like, let go of any old resentments, any, yeah. any old, uh, any old habits. Anything that's out of your control. Yeah, anything that's out of your control, any old habits, any toxic relationships, any toxic thinking, you can just let it go. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And, and, and then there you 12 steps to recovery right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's also Pink Flamingo Day. Oh, nice. Should have went to Palm Springs. Yeah. That one golf, golf course, course that yeah. we weren't actually golfing at. Yeah, the it was golf course across we went, the street. Yeah, the golf course we went to that Larry Cole, if he's listening, drove us to, which yeah. was the wrong golf course. Same pr- same first name, but different surname. So that's what? fun. Like the, the first word, like Willow, but it wasn't Willow Springs. It was like Willow. Oh, Willow Peak. Crest or something like that. Yeah. Willow's. Crest or Willow's Peak or something. Well, either way, Larry took us to the wrong golf course, but we did see a pink flamingo. Yeah, there were were a plethora of them as you drive in. I played that course. Is it a good one? Remember I was saying that? I was like, on the way there, I was like, yeah, there's flamingos here. I played this course. And then I pointed them out. There are actually flamingos. I was able to back up my stat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There was the proof in the pudding. Yeah. It is, last but not least, runner's selfie day. So if you're out there running, don't forget to take a selfie. Brad. Yeah. It's runner selfie day. If you Brad's here. Yeah. Yeah. This is Chelsea's how how do I introduce it? This is Chelsea's father. Chelsea's biological father. Yeah, you wanna come say hi? <laughs> Tell he's he's a runner, that's why we said that. This he's is your a, day. Well running and texting is dangerous, so running and selfing could be even more dangerous, so make sure you stop before you do that, and that's probably the only advice I could possibly give you on that. And the photo would probably be shaky. You heard it you here first. So remember from Brad, who is a professional runner. He is. He uh, he says, "Don't run while taking a photo." Right. 
it's dangerous, but also you yes. probably won't get a good fo- photo. It's, it would it would be blurry. Yes, that is the truth. It's science. Mm-hmm. It is science. Yeah. So, what other day is it? Um, that's I only wrote four. So we got. I didn't want to get too boring so, with it. Okay, so we have National Camping Day. A Great American Campout Day. Oh, Great American Campout Day. Yeah. So it wasn't even. I was talking all about Canada, and that was incorrect. Well, you know, you live, you learn. I camped in America. You camped here. Yeah. Big Bear is America. Big Bear is two hours away. Mammoth. <laughs> Mammoth. We camped. Oh no, you didn't come on I that camping trip. I couldn't go, but this year. Um, in September, we're going to Zion, Zion to camp. That's right. So that's exciting. I can't exciting. wait for that. And then what was the other day? Let it go day. Let it go day. All right. So you can let go of some stuff. Yeah. And then it's pink flamingo day. Correct. And then running with a selfie day. Runner's selfie day. Running selfie day. I think I just created a new word called selfie-ing. Selfie-ing. selfie Brad created a new word, selfie-ing. Selfie-ing. Yeah. It almost sounds like that would come out of China <laughs> or Japan or something. Yeah. Selfie-ing. <laughs> Selfieing. Yeah. I'm selfieing right now. Yeah. Like, uh, That's yeah. funny. You heard it here first. Yeah. You heard it here first. first. <laughs> <laughs> selfieing. So, We've just patented it here. Thailand, yeah, yeah. Th- Thailand patented that. So I do have some news. What? I don't know if anyone else has heard about this, but California has put on the November ballot to split the state of California into three separate states. Mm. So it would be Northern California, Southern California, and California. Oh, okay. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I don't know why. What are your thoughts on this? I don't know. I don't know too much about it to really conjure up a very specific thought that I could be held to later in my life. But, um, (laughs) 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 I I would say that uh, initially, I think um, I'm like, okay, why? It just is a question for me. It's like, why? Why is that? I I could see maybe if it's a political thing, maybe it's because. I know that people on the left, they don't like the, what is it, the voting they have just, mm-hmm. uh, what's that called? Uh, Brad, what's it called when they vote and they bring in uh, the vote where you, it's not just based off of how many people vote, but it's the electoral college, right? Electoral yeah. vote? Yeah, the electoral vote, the electoral college, the electoral vote. So I was thinking like immediately I was thinking, well, maybe that's the left wanting to do that because it will mm-hmm. help eliminate the electoral vote. Mm-hmm. Um Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see maybe so they're wanting to break it up like that. So then yeah. that's trying to push away the electoral vote, or maybe it's a Republican thing and well, they don't maybe it, help them get more votes. But I, I definitely think it's probably in regard to politics, of p- some politics sort. and power. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right because the Democrats have taken over Hollywood. Then, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you're all getting used to my voice by now, it's just one flat tone. <laughs> Oh, wow. I've already done 15 minutes. That's what's great about... See, it goes so quick. That's what's great about owning a business is that when you have a monotone voice, people don't know if you're joking or if you're happy or excited, so it keeps your staff guessing. You know, after a year, I still experience this. Yeah. It's like, oh, great job on that. (laughs) Yeah. And they're like, was that a good job? Is that sarcasm? Yeah, yeah, but (laughs) can you make those changes really quick? (laughs) It's like you want to butter them up before the... (laughs) Before the news of, you know, it's not good enough. Though. And they're, and they're <laughs> all coming in at the exact same tone. So, yeah. so you, you just know, never keep, know. Your, keep your staff on your feet. <laughs> keep them on your toes. <laughs> or on their toes. Love it. Hey, uh, I did have a question for you guys, though. What's up? Um, how are you guys and you and Mike enjoying the podcast and working out of here and all that kind of stuff? I enjoy it. Yeah? Yeah. I think it's a blast and it's a blessing that we have um, a home base yeah. to record all the podcasts out of. We got great equipment 
And, um, you know, it's, it's been really cool to be able to work with all these publicists and, and, and form these relationships and meet great people who are also in the industry. It's uh, very cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. seem to be having a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I really Yeah, you guys are doing it. a great job. Honestly, I listen to the episodes. Thanks. And, uh, yeah, I notice, because you, you really started this from nothing. Right. Um, you, you know, you're the one, you reached out to all the all the publicists. And and, and with Mike, too, like, he, I, I, I actually, I'm a huge fan of Mike, as you know. Yeah. I've always been a fan of his. He's hilarious. Yeah, and so when you guys, that's what happened. I'll just give him a quick backstory. Uh Chelsea was here trying to get a podcast going. So I said, yeah, you can use the equipment and uh, gave her a quick rundown on how all of this works and how it can come together. And so Chelsea started just teaching herself how to do it, mm-hmm. which I'm always a huge fan of. And, you know, it's like that theory, you know, teach a man to fish, yeah. feed him for a lifetime. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Chelsea figured all this out on her own, which is awesome with really not a whole lot of guidance from me. I just said, here's the gear, figure it out. Right. And you did that. Yeah. And then when she was in here coming up with concepts and figuring it out, Mike was here. And, you know, Mike's a close <laughs> friend of mine. And I've always been a fan of Mike. I love Mike. I just think he's hilarious. And uh, they started talking and hit it off. And then that's how the show started. Mm-hmm. And you guys have both come a long way, I'd have to say. You know, yeah. even Mike with being on air, he's gotten a lot really better at, like, you know, just making jokes and talking with people and being, you know, vulnerable at times and then also yeah. being humorous. You and the same that, with Mike? you moving around. And the same with you moving the show along, right? Because when mm-hmm. we first started, I was giving you guys pretty some harsh criticism of, yeah. You guys would always say, cool, yeah, yeah love that. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's great. And then when I started kind of coming down on you guys uh, as softly as I could without sounding like a dick. But yeah, I, I really say like the later episodes that you guys have done have come a long way. So and good for you guys. It's I great. know that I appreciate your help through all of this too. So thank you for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love you guys. It's great. I, you know, it's just fun to see you guys out of here doing something creative and yeah. keeping this place going with different ideas and Thriving. having people come in. Yeah. Yeah, so that's good. I'm happy that you guys are having fun. Sweet. You guys are liking it, and uh, good for you guys. Here comes your guest. Yeah, you guys ready for today's guest? Here he is. <clears throat> you know him from Bob's Burgers, Veep, People on Earth, The Disaster Artist, Neighbors, Neighbors 2. This is the end. Super bad. College humor. And basically everything else. He'll also be returning to Adult Swim this June with a new installment in his twisted comedy horror special, Mr.'s Na- Mr. Neighbor's House 2. <laughs> kind of nailed it. <laughs> I almost did not mess up. And then She's actually doing really good yeah. on this one. Yeah. She messed Today. up another one, but I'll say it in a second. Shit. <laughs> Today we have comedian, actor, writer, producer, and creator, Brian Husky. That's our morning zoo intro. All right, what I fuck up? Uh, People of Earth. People of Earth. Yes, that's right. And Children's Hospital, which was the original OG great show, by the way. Yeah, Yeah. great show, man. Dude, great resume. Thanks, bro. Yeah. Who's a woman? Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> hey, I'm one of the guys. Look at this. Yeah. <laughs> it is weird when dudes call women bro. Hey, bro. It's like there's up, no bro? separation yeah. between whoever. Yeah. You can't say bra because then it's like you're just... Ten years of lingerie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Touche. Yeah. Never thought Off about Off to a strong way. start here. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> Thanks for having me. How are you today? I'm good. It's Sunday morning. You guys, the people should know it's Sunday morning. So yeah. It's a little, a little, that it is. A little foggy. You gave mm-hmm. up church? Gave up church okay. uh, a long time ago. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, not that I went out and party. My daughter went to this our friend's party last night, and they uh, 
it was amazing. Just they all these like these eleven year old kids playing like Talking Heads covers. And, oh, nice, fancy, and they were great. I was like, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Nice. So a karaoke party with basically Talking Heads for the most part. It turned into a karaoke party, nice. but they were like playing instruments and singing and doing the songs. Oh, the whole thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wow. Live yeah. band karaoke. It was super. I like, like it. I was like, ooh, this is eleven year olds. You know, I th- I thank YouTube for that talent to getting kids playing instruments at four or five years old and yeah. becoming stars. YouTube taught me how 11. to play guitar. For that's sure, right. I learned on Google. Oh. By myself. Nice. Wow. Look at that. Enough about me. That's accomplishment. What I'm did saying. we learn at a young age? I think we're around the same age. Pardon me? Was there something? <laughs> what is we learn? <laughs> what what did, it? no, what did we learn from something exteriorly besides school? Really nothing when you think about it. Um, um, knowledge from an encyclopedia. Like by ourselves. Playboy. Magazine. <laughs> thank like that, you. That was, thank you for your honesty. That yeah. was sort of the. This, yeah. That's what we learned. You had to. There's more excavation of like you had to seek stuff out. Like if you, you really to, did, if you wanted mm-hmm. to find a band, you had to find the weird uh, record store mm-hmm. that would have the you know self published little indie fanzines and yeah. like what is this? What is, who is Camper Van Beethoven? Right, <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, good stuff. Who's Skinny Puppy? Yeah. That's, hey, any kids out there before Google? They had encyclopedias. Yeah. Yeah. Were you an encyclopedia guy when you were growing we up? We had them, but I don't think I cracked a single they, one open. They always oh, sat I was, up there. I was always in those. Oh, really? really? Yeah. Not on purpose for school, but. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not on purpose? You, by accident, you would end up in the Well, I mean, not by, like, you know what I mean. <laughs> Forced to do it? It's Sunday. Everybody gets a pass. Yeah. Good morning. Um, yeah, so you're the show's creator, Mr. Dude, great Davis. show, by the way. Oh, thank you. Did Good you? and fucking dark. Yeah, yeah I just checked the way it I out. Watch, did you watch both of them? Or just no, I only got on? to watch the one, and your character work is wow, it's just crazy. Can I oh, just tell you about Everybody stop! <laughs> yeah, and then that. you shut the I door, and you're that. like, wait a second, let me lock, it. let me lock it. That was genius. Oh, thank you. That was hilarious. That I had was... to like, rewatch it a few times, just that part. That was a, an on-the-day discovery, because we were sort of wow. like, when we wrote it, like, when we were putting it up, we're like, oh, this is super dark. And not many jokes, so we're right. like, thankfully found a bunch of funny stuff. Like the on the days that we were shooting, which the is two nice. buttholes is a favorite improv of mine <laughs> that I just heard the other night on a stage show, and I was like, two buttholes, it's making its way around. This is great. Oh yeah, double butt, double butt. Oh, I didn't know that. That was, that was a thing. No, it? it's you guys were yeah, but you shot this a while ago. Yeah, yeah. I think something leaked out of one of those buttholes on Probably. the stage. Of <laughs> well, there's a weird thing that there, like we did this as a pilot two, three years ago mm. for Adult Swim. And they were like, no, you can't do... Ooh, that's a good... That, wow, that is the sound of a thermos hitting a mic. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's a ro- sound effects That's guy. like a robot fart. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's three years old? No, the pilot... We did a pilot three oh, okay. years ago. So we did a pilot and they were... were oh, to gonna, pitch it. Yeah. Cool. And... Um, we thought it was going to happen. They made every indication it was going to happen in the last minute. They're like, "Yeah, we're not going to do this, but do you want to do a special?" Hmm. So we did a the first Mister Neighbor's House, which is available like on all my social media. The link, nice. um, which is maybe helpful to watch. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to find one. it. Yeah, I don't know why um, I was confused about that. That obviously wasn't Adult Swim. Adult Swim is very. I, I love them, and they're they're super. Like the most fostering and permission giving, you know, network or any entity you can work with, but they're not big on 
like letting their content be found. Mm. <laughs> well, I don't know. I what mean, that's going about. back to the sort of like find the cool record shop, and right, I don't right, know right. if it's that or if it's just sort of like they just kind of make it and move mis- forward. Mm. Yeah, there's a mystery of an Adult Swim that I kind of like. Te- yeah, technically, that you're not sure really where to find things. Yeah, it's a little inside. I, I like it. Like, I like know. it that they're that create like they're that much of an enigma. Where it's like, what's going on with these other? Shows yeah. I'm looking for on cinema or whatever it might be, you know. Yeah, yes, it's. Is it on demand? It's on YouTube. You can oh, buy God. an episode on YouTube. YouTube Red. No, I think they have like their own channel oh, on Word? Adult Swim. Oh, that's Word what Brother. It is. Okay. Um, and then uh, <laughs> that's never been said. Word Brother. Word Brother. <laughs> Word Brother. <laughs> she says a lot of uh, appropriation. Yeah, just yeah. So you know. <laughs> But it lives on their. This is funny. It lives on their website, and I have oh. the link in my Instagram and my uh, Facebook. All the social media bullshit. Um, You're in charge of your own PR, yeah. basically. And they're like, "Oh, so we're going to put it back up on the website when we do the the special?" And it's like, "It's on the website now, it's all the time." Been there. And they're like, "Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's cool. We're just being vague over say. here because yeah. it's working well for us. Yeah. So I guess we don't have to run again. That's cool. <laughs> what was the uh, less work for us?" Yeah. <laughs> So there's a lot of scripted, but also improv thrown in between on this show, or is it all scripted? It's pretty much all scripted. Uh, it was, but no, there, I mean, there would be a little bit of improv. Um, we let you know some of the the guest players do a little bit of stuff. Right. There's a whole. I can't like in talking about it. I don't want to give away too much. No, definitely it, not because it unfolds. Yeah. But there's this one scene that is a, uh, a rather violent scene. Mm. Um, uh, where a man is beaten. Yes, it, yes. And that, that and that was a scene that we that we on the day came up with. Nice. Like we had that we had the existing existing written scene of that world that they're in and we're like it's kind of flat. We need some right. action to kind of unfold. Mm-hmm. And and it's myself and Gil Ozeri who's an amazing performer at that I've known for a while, long time. And yeah, we just kind of came up with it. It was, it there. was good. It's yeah. really fun to watch. Yeah. So and I don't want to give up the premise, but it's so over the top of something we know of that we've watched before. And it's just over yeah. the top and it's great. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So nice. there's, it's not a ton, but there's, there's stuff to like loosen it up. Right. Sometimes right. You know, like we have the scripted stuff and like this line is not as funny as we thought it was. Right. Once you, you get can, on your feet, yeah. you know, you're like, Oh, this is, yeah. This feels like we wrote this. Let's mm-hmm. change this a little bit. Yeah. That's special. Yeah. How'd you come up with the idea for the show? Uh, myself and uh, Jesse Falcon and Jason Manzukas, we do a show every week at uh, Upright Citizens Brigade Theater called Soundtrack with some other performers. Nice. And after a show, we just started talking about kid shows that we used to watch and the kind of theme that or not we all were like yeah and, and looking back at them now they all have like a creepy menace they have <laughs> such a creep like sid marty croft type shit yeah yeah really yeah. creepy 70s stuff especially talking flutes yeah it's just really trippy mm. super trippy right right segment in the sea monster these kind of things and just the production value of stuff it's a little <laughs> it's a little regional and sweaty feeling it's yeah, very sweaty. regional and sweaty and sweaty. really bad lighting and i don't oh, know yeah. if it's sort of like the the burden of like you know that William H. Gacy like t- appropriated clowns and turned them into an evil thing, or mm-hmm. right? But there's I don't know the, the children's perception, children's willingness to sort of like um, embody something with a, a pos- you know like a puppet, 
mm. is like a, a a good thing. Like it's a cool. Whoa, this is an amazing magical thing. And they're always creepy, but they're always, cre- yeah, but they're they're always yeah. creepy. But they're always from our purview, it's like there's a there's a creepy element to them. Yeah. yeah. And there's also there's that kind of like do you know about the uncanny valley? Have you ever heard of that? Mm-hmm. There's this thing in CGI where uh, in trying to to replicate and indicate sort of reality through CGI, especially in human form, like mm-hmm. when you're trying to do a face and stuff, there's this thing called the uncanny valley that you can't quite quite match it right and there's mm. something disturbing to our brain about it there's mm. something that's like like if you think like the polar express yes is a very yes. disturbing like like to me it's like, really one of the most disturbing just kind of watching because you're you, your brain is sort of like i know what you're trying to do and i'm it and you're not doing it and it's odd and it's yeah, weird that's a, so that's a good uh, example of the uncanny valley though. yeah yeah because there those faces are disturbing yeah or the and there's something weird something. about like there's just something about when they speak and the mouth movement it's mm-hmm. like i'm not buying it and it's interesting they can kind of nail it with animals and dinosaurs and mm. you know aliens and right. stuff um, but with human form, you can't quite Which get there. We'll be hitting, these will be hitting the street. They will be actually walking down the street soon if Who? they don't get the Sims right. I just think there's going to be... Dinosaurs? No. <laughs> Maybe. CGI dinosaurs? I think CGI people, if they're not already on the street, will be walking the streets. Oh, AI no, no, versions of these. Uh, I just think there's some AI shit going on. I don't think that's conspiratorial. I Can think I tell it's real. you the most horrific children's movie ever? Mm. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. The first one? Yeah. Yeah. That is a fucking horror movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but there's lessons about selfishness and greed. Like, when but you it, really go they're back all and dying. Watch it, Where do they go? I literally was physically ill from watching that movie. I had to go to the well, when they go When they go through the tunnel uh, on the boat. Yeah. The fudge in- tunnel. Yeah. It's intense. I mean, I think that's, that's a thing, like... It, that kind of yeah we we sort of cited that a little bit of yeah. like that has this thing of like it's it's my parents used to have this book this <laughs> photo book um that was very 70s it was mm-hmm. like black and white and kind of soft focus and right it would be like a picture way up in the corner and then like a big oversized quote and one of the pictures was like a kid crying and it said childhood is a nightmare Jeez. And I remember as a kid, I was like, it's <laughs> a great what message. What is this? What is, what is what? this? And it's. When you were like eight? Yeah. I didn't like, ask to know that. Everything else is just sort of like, you know. And your mom's like, well, it is, honey. Yeah, it is. It'll get better. And I don't know. I mean, it's sort of. I'm, I'm sure they have. No, we mean it's like. It's, uh, it's the difficulties of growth and development are. Right. You know, but like. Choose your your choose your words. Right. It's a huge chasm chasm like nightmare is a little nightmare. extreme, yeah. right? Right. But like with the Willy Wonka thing, I think that's interesting that they mm. they were doing these lessons. I mean, I think it's closer to like um uh like fables or you know uh Grimm's uh Grimm's fairy tales. Yeah, you know what I mean because <clears> they are teaching a lesson, but they're sort of teaching like the they show the extremes of you know bad choices. Oh, right, yeah. right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It was and terrifying. Like where, he, self, he, where self-centeredness yeah. takes you ultimately. There's but, a lot of really heavy overtones in there. When you watch it as an adult and you take your inner child with you, yeah. I still you can't see watch some it. real heavy stuff in yeah. there. I still cannot watch it. I couldn't go to the bank. 
You remember the sucky tube where the fat kid goes up the sucky oh, tube? Oh, yeah, yeah. You the remember sucky the sucky tube. tubes at the banks? <laughs> yeah. Couldn't go to the bank. You that traumatized by that movie? I could, yeah. How old were you when you saw it? Oh, uh, okay. Well, apparently, my mom told me when she would play it when I was like a toddler, I would hide the movie behind the toy box. I didn't like it then. Oh, wow. I couldn't oh, use my words one, to say it. I think that's a, that's a heavy duty yeah, mm-hmm. movie to take. That'd be like seeing the, the Wizard of Oz. Also, is terrifying Dude, as a kid. That's yeah. super terrifying. Yeah, yeah. That witch. That mo- those monkey things. All of it. The dwarfs. Is that the right? Did I use the right thing? Or is They're it little? Is it little piece? No, no. Wait, that was in Willy Wonka. Sorry. <laughs> What were they? They were uh, they were munchkins. little people. munchkins. Okay, that's munchkins. It. munchkins. So they were just that's small a, donuts. That's not yeah. derogatory. Little donut people. <laughs> we that all stayed in a hotel in Culver City while they were shooting that because we did a commercial there. Really? And there's pictures of all the the little. Do you remember that, Do you remember that Chevy Chase movie over the rainbow? Yes. There was a there was a Chevy Chase movie that was about that. that about really? All, yeah. Yeah. It's like yes, a comedy fine. about that. Oh, I gotta see that. Also dark. Yeah. I like dark shit, just not Willy Wonka. Yeah. That was too dark. Wasn't it like that in the the, uh, Wizard of Oz? I remember watching those, and there is something, I mean, everybody wants to kind of like be scared within the controlled, Mm -hmm. you know, you're like, I mean, I remember watching like, we're really super scared of the witch and stuff, and my parents are like, well, do you not want to watch this? No, we want to, you know, and you want that. So I always think like, People's reaction to this a lot of times are like, "Oh, what, hey man, what's up with your brain? What's going on?" It's like, "Come on, everybody's everybody does this." Yeah, right. everybody like, does. Yeah, I think super like curiosity would always supersede logic for me when it mm-hmm. came to really dark shit. When right. I was a kid, did you read dark books as a kid? No, I'm not like a big horror person. But what was the first book that you read that had kind of an impact on you as a kid? Besides like Ribsy and you know Encyclopedia Brown or any of that. Um. Hmm. It's 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 interesting slash sad because I was like an English major, and I thought I wanted to be a comedy writer and all this kind of stuff. I don't like to read that much. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you like to write, and you write really good stuff. So. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, I just remember like when I when I found this sounds so pretentious, but like on the road was like oh, one yeah. of the first things. I was like, what yeah. the shit? And also... I don't uh, think it's that pretentious because for our age group growing up like that, those were the things my my parents were kind of into that. A yeah. Little bit. They were into the dark, funny, yeah, Hunter yeah. S. Thompson and Bukowski and that J.D. Kind of Salinger, his short stories, I was really into that. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Winesburg, Ohio. No, that wasn't until college. Um, Port Noise Complaint, rest in peace, Philip Roth. Yeah. Did you ever read any of his stuff, the early stuff? Yeah, I read it later. Fun, right? Yeah. yeah. What's your religious background? Uh, I, I, my, I'm agnostic, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I believe. Ooh, tell us more. Ooh, what about that? <laughs> I love it. Uh, I love to hear that word pop out. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's like, yeah, I think it's, yeah. I, I re- rejected the idea of any kind of spirituality for a long time because I was just like, I don't know. I just, it didn't, there wasn't anything indicating or, I don't know. So, okay, long story short, my, my father that I grew up with, uh, my mom remarried, so I grew up with this this uh, guy who raised me, mm-hmm. great, uh, Robert. Uh, but he was a pastor. He was like a Southern Baptist pastor. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, be- Heavy-handed. Yeah, well, yeah, before they got married. So mm-hmm. he gave it up because he felt kind of betrayed by the church after his um, uh, his marriage ended. 
And they're like, yeah, we're not comfortable having a pastor who can't keep his family together. His oh, wife's wow. a whore and all this kind of Jesus. stuff. And he felt super like... They said his wife's a whore? Well, she, yeah, she cheated on him. Oh, okay. And that's what led to their breakup. And so they're just like, oh, my God. And so Dang. he just was super disillusioned. And he just he was like, screw you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No offense, screw you, God. And, um, and he just turned his back on it. And so my grandmother, who was a big part of my life, um, was very religious and she's she did it right. Like mm-hmm. she was like it was about like community and it was about forgiveness, forgiveness, and just it was it you know now now in a place in my life where I'm like oh I understand now faith makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas faith before it's almost like I had I used to have sort of an attitude about people who were inherently happy. I saw them as ignorant because they didn't see sort of like, well, don't you see all the suffering right, and right, pain right, in the world? Right. You know, yeah, a very yeah. kind of teenage And that's where ignorance is bliss, the saying comes from. Right, right. right. And it's so it's almost like, you know, that's a different interpretation of of, of the phrase. It's like, yeah, ignorance is bliss, because if you're... If you're yeah, if you're, how do I get there? Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not happening in this lifetime. Everybody's got their own thing. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, so I, as far as religion, I sort of had two sides of the coin. Like, one is like, nah, it doesn't matter. You right. know, it's not going to do anything for you. And then the other version is like, oh, this is really, this this has propelled and sort of sustained your life, you know, in nice. a good way. So yeah. it's become, you've gotten to more of a place of like neutrality, if anything else, that you're not totally swayed by I have either no, side. I have no judgment of, I used to have judgment, but I have no judgment of anyone who has, uh, any kind of faith system, mm-hmm. whatever it is, right. you know, whatever, right yeah, whatever you need to, because I, I think that that investment you give to your own life and yourself allows you to sort of give it out to everyone else, That's and that point. does resonate, mm-hmm. you know, absolutely, because mm-hmm. ne- just as much as like if if your faith system or your belief system is negativity and anger and stuff that resonates too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and I think that's just a simple law of like just living in general, you know, that Mm. whatever is coming out is coming back at you. Yeah. So that's good. I like that. Yeah. But it's, it's, I mean, those kind of things is like, it's amazing to me how long it's like, Oh yeah. So if I'm a bummer all the time, that, affects my life. Do you feel like you came <laughs> into that in middle age? Not yeah. middle age, but later, later, later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. me too, man. Yeah. Mm. Because there, I I also recognize that there is a certain amount of, um, you think you have control if you embrace it. You right, know I mean? right, Which right. was very much me in high school. It's like I embraced a lot of the sort of difficulties of my right. family and stuff. And it's like I wore it like a cape. And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. Man, you know, I, your story. Right? Yeah, your story. Right. Sort of like, yeah. And then you kind of, after a while, I was like, oh, man, this story is. This story sucks. Uh, I don't like this <laughs> Can story. Can I change anymore. roles? Yeah. yeah. Can I just be a PA on this story? Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, it's a good point. Like so, uh, not to, you know, it literally, this makes me think I'm not trying to tie it back to the show. It's like, it's speaking of No, because I know it ties back to the show, and that's why I want to go down this road. Yeah. Because it's almost like going into the recesses of your psyche on certain levels with this show, right? Yeah. And it's sort of like we, like we wanted to, we wanted to have, you know, the original idea for the show was like the original, original, like a pilot kind of version. Like we're, you we were watching a kid's show that may or may not be happening in real life mm-hmm. and it may may not may or may not be happening um to a like the host of the show this might be his version of it or right. this might be sort of uh happening in his mind we wanted to sort of mess with the unreliable narrator idea yeah. mm-hmm. and 
and so you know we wanted to we didn't want to make fun of someone sort of struggling with an issue that's strong enough to make them lose their mind yeah so that's sort of been the through line for this is like you know choose choose the circumstances that that would merit that right the right. trauma that mm-hmm. would merit somebody like losing their their shit right right and i don't want to give up any of the premise either but there's there's a buzzword literally that comes up throughout that I'm like, oh, I know all about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. wanting to reject that certain word or that idea because there's trauma connected to it. I, I was yeah. getting that's what that was coming from. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so yeah, and when we did the the special, we didn't know if we we're going to get to do a second special, so we kind of ended it like revealing that this takes you know place in someone's head, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so we were like, okay, I guess we played our card because we were going to draw that out for a while. Good. Can I see the second one? Is there a way to get a link to that? To the second one or first one? What, well, the one? first one I thought, uh, the first one I saw, is there another episode oh, after that? Oh, yeah. I think I have the second one. Okay, good. I Maybe they sent that. that to you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, no, no, no. So the second one. <laughs> this is so did I see the second one? Is that what happened? Uh, did you see one that, that starts. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the second one. Yeah, how the f- mm, okay, sorry. So that's why I keep saying the first one is linked. It's very confusing. Thanks because I, I think I only got the link to the okay. Anyways, the first one lives need to on the that. website somewhere. Okay, yeah, of okay, Adult good. Swim. Good. Okay, I will find it. I'll I'll point it out to you after yeah. this. Yeah, I'll show you, you the link physically. Please do. <laughs> that's all you need to see is the link. Okay. Yeah, that's true. The link is and so scary. Yeah, still knock on the door, <laughs> click on it, and yeah. Take a peek. Knock on the door and click on it. Yeah. And open the door if you so dare. For that is where it lives. <laughs> I'm putting this, uh, yeah, inside stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah so how did you get your start in the industry? Sorry for cutting go you Go ahead. Off. No, it's fine. Um, let's see. I uh, I guess I, I sort of broke in by writing some scripts. Nice. Yeah, I wrote it with um, Jason Mantukas. I wrote a couple of movies that... Uh, uh, our friend Scott Armstrong was doing producing, and he shepherded. Shepherded did did. did. It's good. Uh, it's yeah. now a word. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I'm taking it. Shepherded this afternoon. Shepherded. Uh, <laughs> shepherded. Our, uh, this script we had, and then we got it to Paramount, and they were like, "Yeah, let's drag this through the nice. development seat <laughs> process let's for a put long your time." Baby in a yeah. in a pipe. Yeah. and see if it makes. <laughs> Yeah. Let's shoot it through the tube. See yeah. what happens on the other end. Right, right. And then we did another thing with um, we wrote a movie f- with and for Rob Cordry. And Ooh. Rob Cordry is funny man. Honestly, yeah. he's the reason I'm doing this because I was. I a, saw that. I was a photographer before this, and we oh, were wow. we were roommates in and, LA. In no, in in New York. Oh wow, yeah, oh, New York. And we met through mutual friends, and then. Uh, and he was he was getting into comedy uh, off of doing drama stuff. And he this was, like, was in the '90s. You were living in New York, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Good time uh, like, in New York. Yeah. What a great time. Ninety. That's when you lived there, right? Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed. Actually, I lived there in the '80s, but I oh. go back a lot in the '90s. I yeah. really enjoyed it before. Well, of course, everybody enjoyed it pre nine eleven. It was a little different. Mm. Yeah. And there was a whole great different art scene and comedy scene and downtown yeah. scene. It was. I mean, it was like the perfect thing for me to kind of because I had always wanted to do this I feel like it's, this is the same story I tell every podcast <laughs> like, is it a little bit but I mean it's, everybody's like how'd you start and I was like, well, this right of course um, but yeah I, I think it was like the per- perfect circumstance for me because I was 
I always wanted to do it, but I was very gun shy Mm -hmm. and kind of talked myself out of it for a long time. Oh, I can relate. Yeah. Yeah, I really, it became like the girl I wanted to ask out. Right, just right. For years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we all struggle with that as yeah, artists, yeah. writers. Permission. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. God. Yeah. It's permission. Yeah. Permission. That's a great word. That's I, a great way to look at I it. I had a sure. thing. I went to see a Flaming Lips concert one time. Love and them. in the middle of it, I was just like, it struck me as like, at just the phrase like total permission came mm-hmm. in because yeah. they gave themselves total permission right. to do what they wanted to do with their music and their yeah. show. Right. And I was like, this is so great. And then know? do you realize it's such a, like an awakening when you really listen to that yeah. song and yeah. what that's about. Yeah. 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 Cool. I'm allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm the only one who's ever rejected any of my ideas at a very deep level. Yeah, you're like your own worst critic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And the casting directors who don't <clears throat> give you callbacks. <laughs> well, I had to like, when I, I, when I went to college, I was like, I want to do comedy in some way. Mm-hmm. And so, because, well, to answer, go back, one of the most impacting books I read by unfortunately a pedophile now, but um, Woody Allen. Damn, <laughs> Woody yes. Allen's like he's without feathers. <laughs> yeah, oh, I never feather- read that. Wow. Oh my god, he's got the series "Getting Even Without Feathers," like these little. Then they're a compilation of stuff he used to write for um, the New Yorker and oh, just wow. funny stories. Because his early comedy, just his stage work, was amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like Larry David ish type him. amazing. Where that he brought out that that real neurotic. But they were also Larry really, David. but they were like these weird, and his his stories are like that too. They're these weird, surreal kind of like, you know, oh, I went to this dinner party and ends up like getting in a car with a moose and driving the moose home and starting, you know, a relationship. See, I love that. And that's yeah. like, that feels like improv to me on some levels yeah. where mm-hmm. we take that to the stage and there's, sometimes it's a little overkill with too many alligators in the basement or whatever, but I like that about improv writing, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was cool. So uh, to answer, go back to the question. uh, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) That's how I, I I didn't want to come out to LA um, without some kind of representation. Yeah. Or a resume. Cause I was like, it took so long in New York to like kind of, you know, like, oh, start to do shows and then mm. you start to do commercials and then you do bits on And it was Conan. UCB in New York, mm. I yeah. imagine. Yeah. yeah. And UCB is honestly the, the, the that's how I got into the yeah. industry. Like yeah. that is, that is my, that's how I found my, some of my best friends and how nice. I found out what I wanted to do and so, You've been a part of the theater for like 15 years. Oh, dude, it's 20 plus years. Because wow. we're about wow. to have the, um, the Del Close Marathon, yes, which is like a seventy-two hour improv marathon. It's pretty amazing. Nice. Uh, the twentieth anniversary of that. I can't believe that. Oh, that's the special. Been around that long, I know. Because wow. I got, I was involved in like two thousand four, two thousand five. Yeah. Do you remember when Robin Williams used to come and jam with us at night? Mm-hmm. Yeah, God, those were great times. I, I got to get on the stage with him one time. Yeah, he's I got to get very, on stage. Very with nice him. one. Yeah, he's, he's a really cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. Rob Riggle has this story about him kind of having to tell Robin Williams how how they do improv a little bit. Really? Uh, like on stage? Oh like well, because there had to be a little bit of a, just some framework for Mr. Like Williams. Because he'll get out yeah. there and just bowl over. And right. it's fine yeah. that he's bowling over. But it's like, you know, we kind of work together here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah that's exactly it. Yeah. It's great. Listen. And he took it. He was like, he oh, took the note sorry. really well. Yeah. Oh, it's, nice. It's Obviously. not like a, like oh, a, good. it wasn't like a showcase kind of thing. Cool. So. Yeah. 
Were you yeah. a National Lampoon guy growing up? Uh, yeah, and then Spy Magazine. Spy oh, and Mad, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah, right. Yeah, Mad Magazine. Like Spy Cracked. cracked. Try to get Cracked. Cracked always sort of felt like this is Mad Magazine. It right? sort of felt like it was. They were trying to go a little darker, but it didn't work. Oh, Mad yeah. Magazine is brilliant. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It saved me in my childhood, I felt like. Oh, Mad yeah. Magazine was a great escape, yeah. Yeah. That yes. and the book Helter Skelter, believe it or not. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah. How did I got a hold of that book at twelve years old, and I was so fascinated with it. I've never read it. It's basically the know. Manson story, which keeps recirculating, That's and it's dark. now being made again by Quentin Tarantino, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yep. So I hear. How's the relationship? I'm sorry. That's <laughs> so she hears. She's, so you want, I hear. Say more about that. About how you hear about that. I heard this. Uh huh. Yes. Recently. Okay. And. Someone said it to me. And your ears and received the information. My ears. And it's now in your brain. And I heard it. And it's coming back out. And mm-hmm. I processed okay. it. And now we're revisiting it. Very good. Now. You're re shepherding Quentin Tarantino. Yes. <laughs> good old Quentin. Yes. <laughs> uh, stand up? Uh, I tried a couple times. It yeah. wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. But I know you were funny, but you weren't into it. Was that yeah, how it went? I think so. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I realized, like, I don't want to... I didn't like... Okay, when I was a photographer, I got really lonely feeling. Oh. Like, I didn't like, I didn't like the separation of sort of like, you're over there, I'm here, or right. I'm going to go out and shoot. I did like going around and shooting stuff. Like, I do that now just, just for myself. Sure. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and, and I, when I was in college, I, when I was writing a paper on comedy and I interviewed uh, <laughs> the comedians who came through Greensboro, North Carolina to at the Holiday Inn, the, the stand-ups. Oh, come on. And I was like... That's a documentary. I was like, these dudes are just poisoned. <laughs> sadness. You, just, just you have a whole bunch sadness. of pictures of these guys? No, no. I, oh, just, okay. no. I just would go and watch and I was like, I don't like your act, but I'm going to talk to you afterwards. And they're like, right. yeah, it's lonely. I don't get to see my family. relationships. <laughs> I was like, ooh, this, this doesn't... Brutal. But right. the other thing about stand-up is, like, I just don't think I have the... Uh, I'm not the kind of, like, polish the, the mm. thing until it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, I right. I like a little bit more of, like, I hope this works. Oh, right, right. It out there. And, it takes a lot of balls and persistence sure. to just idea. be... Yeah. Like, I look at Marin and I'm like, fuck, that guy's still going strong yeah. with the stage stuff. I mean, he does a bunch of stuff, but... Yeah. To fly around the world and still do stand-up with all this other stuff going on, it's... Yeah. I went to an improv open mic, and I put my name in the hat, and I got called, and I left. Oh, really? You yeah. Bailed. I was, like, so stoked, and I was like, I can't do it. It's not easy. Is, have you ever done it? Nope. 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 You in gotta my try car. it. Yeah. In my car. That's not bad. I thought it was hilarious. Maybe you could yeah. do a live comedy thing on Facebook. Uh, probably not. Get one of those, uh, a holder for your dashboard and put your camera phone. Is that what they call them these days? Camera phone? Camera. Yeah. Camera phone. Yeah. Oh, Mike. <laughs> your I love inter- my your camera phone. phone. <laughs> the <laughs> iPhone? My mom has what she calls the Obama phone. And I love, I was like, I love that you still call it the Obama phone. Why is the Obama phone? Because he made it possible with part of the healthcare thing to for seniors to get free phones. Oh, oh nice. So she has so, a free phone. Good yeah. stuff. Is it a jitterbug? It's like one a, of those. Yeah. yeah. It's just like a, a little phone. phone but she knows how to use emojis, which is sweet. Oh, nice. Aww. She sends me little jazz hands and stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. I miss flip phones that we can just hang up dramatically. Yeah. You know? I know. Do you guys know a comedian named Brent Wyback? 
I don't. No. I don't. He's very funny. He's very surreal. Very, and he's so like monosyllabic and kind of inscrutable. So Stephen Wright. Type. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. But he has no cell phone. He's never had a cell phone. Good for him. Like, that Whoa. is unheard of. I know. I found that out last night. Like, good for him. A good friend of mine just went on a 10-day silence retreat where you can't bring any tech. Yeah. Up north, yeah. Can you and speak he called me there? so freaked out on the way yesterday. It's like a detox for some people. Did it? Well, they have detoxes now. Yeah. For phones? Yeah, for people that are addicted to tech in general. Oh, yeah. It's bad. Dang. Oh, There's I'm people sure. walking into fountains and That's drowning. That's real. Wait, really? <laughs> I, I don't know if they're drowning, but they walk into fountains. My daughter just got a phone. Uh, my We share custody, my ex and I, and so... It's a little bit ahead of when I wanted mm-hmm. uh, the, the phone because she's eleven. She's eleven. I was kind of wanting like twelve or thirteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't. I know. think just buttons in the beginning, like a regular flip phone or something, yeah. would make a little more sense. But already, I will say the good things. She's she's really into this thing called slime. Do you know about slime? Mm-mm. Kids making slime. Slime is just like you take glue and you add uh, diluted. Uh, borax, which is just like de- laundry detergent, heavy, yeah. and uh-huh. it turns it into this like gelatinous, squishy, and they color it and they add these little, you know, non toxic, non toxic. Wow, um, but science, yeah. But she did break out into a rash from playing with it so uh, much. There's <laughs> a mild amount of toxicity, but yeah, yeah, yeah. like just for the uh, homeless, but it takes a lot of okay, playing good. With it. Mm. Um, so anyway, so she has like I let her set up an Instagram account where she can't show her face, but she can do all of her slime stuff and now she's like this this is one of her sort of like childhood things that she's super into slime and she's trying to sell it and she talks about the slime community (laughs) there's a slime community okay the fact that kids are making stuff and kind of into that and producing that to me gives me hope because yeah. that was our Play-Doh, right? That yeah. was my thing. Yeah, yeah. Play-Doh. Oh, Play-Doh. It is sure. a little, I mean... Or the, Silly Putty where you used to put it on the comics and pull it off. Yeah, Did yeah. you do that? Oh, yeah. And then make it fart. Yeah, make it yeah, fart. Yes, so we could do that too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Mainly make it fart. Yeah, only Primarily that. Farting. They yeah, had yeah, slime yeah, in a yeah. can back in the nineties yeah. that you could push in this little garbage can and make right. That's yeah. what yeah. you grew up. But with. it's a whole. Oh my god. Fart there's juice. there's slay slime, clear slime, uh, crunchy slime. Um, so you could put whatever slime. in it. You could put cornflakes in it or whatever. <laughs> yeah, corn. Flakes. Yeah. So she could get super creative she with this really, like, and have farm and to so table. They're, Look on the cornflakes. Farm to table slime. You farm to slime. Yeah. I was like, when are you going to make edible slime? Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be a way. Which is like pudding, basically. Yeah, yeah, as long as you don't eat borax, kids. Yeah. Oh, jealous texture. All right. I got to check this out. Ugh. I try to stay on top of what the hot new thing is in this slime. Well, if you want to, I'll do a shout out to my daughters. It's uh, at Doggo Slimies. D O G G O. S L I M E Y S on Instagram. At Instagram. And Go it, follow it today. And Go little mini movies of the slime being made. And, everything. And, it, and do you know about ASMR videos? Yes. Yeah. So I'm she's so out of the loop. So ASMR videos. It helps me sleep sometimes. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Which one? Um, like the sound of hair brushing. Seriously? I dig it. That's amazing. It's so calming. So, so is it all white noise or? They're just different yeah. different auditory uh, recordings. Oh, I love those. Like I can't are... do the sound of eating, but brushing hair. Yeah, so I'm she she'll like hold up a slime tub to my ear and go <laughs> and push her fingers in there and Does that help you sleep? No. no. And she's like, is that satisfying to you? I was like, no, that is disturbing. 
And then today she did one. It's like, what does that sound like? Surgery. That sounds like <laughs> surgery. Oh, to me. <laughs> I love like this that you have this bond with her. <laughs> so, oh, that's awesome. But back to the phone, like I, you know, I have. I'm gonna have her sign like a contract that says like mm. here are the limitations and all this good. Kind of stuff. Good, smart, but I'm down with but that. already yeah. like the things that are good is that I she does have she takes pride in like her little slime stuff and. And and it, our communication has jumped up because she can like send me dumb. See, that's good. Nice. That part's great. Bitmojis are great. Yeah. You guys do the Bitmoji thing? Is that the one the, the you. where you build a version of you? Yeah. It's the oh, best. Yes, and yes. send those. Yeah, I figured you would probably down. Mike's kind of cool. Mike, to have yours a kid yesterday just for was that. hilarious. This that's is, the best this reason I have a kid. This is Mike's Bitmoji right here. Oh, nice. It doesn't look. I, I really want that jawline. Yeah. <laughs> Let me talk to somebody in Beverly Hills about that. Yeah. Imagine. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's the next new Hold thing. Hold it up by to the, the mic so they can see it. Y- you yeah. guys can see it. <laughs> you get that? Can you see it? Can you? I think there's a little cottage industry that she's working on there with the slime. I oh, think she, has Dude. Net, she has an Etsy shop. Yeah. No way. Yeah. So, so it's being sold. She's selling it. Yeah. She sold three. ASMR is just what? the is is hot right now. Yeah. It's hot. But this isn't ASMR. This is slime. Well, like the sound of it. Oh, so like she on can the video, also do the sound. And okay. also just like the just watching it. A, a lot of people feel relaxed by I, that. I have some friends who are like, oh, check out uh, you know, your daughter's slime account. And they've been like, I'm kind of addicted to it. Yeah. Does it come in a little bu- yeah. how does she uh, it comes in like a little um eight ounce sort of uh, takeout container. It's great. Uh it's the financial investment that I'm putting into this company is massive. <laughs> 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 the amount of Amazon garbage that I'm yeah. buying. Right. Uh and yeah, and then so she mixes it up in a bowl and she puts it in there. But I mean my house presently has forty five Tubs of slime just all around. She's got inventory. Gallon tubs. A great yeah, and I'm deal like, of inventory. I'm like, are you going to sell these? Like, no, these are mine. Oh, like, okay. All right, cool. Your daughter's nice. a slime collector. Yeah. But yeah. she makes her slime. It's not slime that comes from anywhere else. Right. And, oh, and she also buys other people's slimes. Wow. Oh, yeah. she supports the industry. Yeah. It is handcrafted. The slime community. Right. Yeah. And it's handcrafted. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And sustainable. Ew, oh, no. Oh, I it's think the most it's polluting <laughs> hobby possible. <laughs> Between like the shipping from Amazon and the plastic, it just goes on and, and on. The, the the glue that we're dumping and just just the right yeah, it goes down a rabbit hole of toxicity sure somewhere. So what's just, the shelf life for this? Uh, they get a little stinky if you don't if you oh. just let them sit, but then you can, can reactivate them. You put some them. lavender oil in that shit. There scents. you go. Yeah, no, there we go. You buy scents and you put slime scents. Yeah. yeah. You guys are acting like you just discovered that. I swear to you. It's a real thing. It it's, is actually so your a real whole house, thing. It, it's, you got to be careful and turn the slime so it doesn't get smelly. Yeah, is that how you do that? Certain ones. Yeah. Mm. So I'm sorry. Mm. That's a show in itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. The slime collector. Yeah. I have a friend who's trying to figure out a movie around it. I was like, I bet by the time you figure out this movie, it will be over. Yes. You know what's crazy? If your daughter started a YouTube page, since this is technically ASMR stuff, mm-hmm. she would probably start making money very soon. Yeah. Yeah, that may, Isn't that, that wild? Yeah. Because so many people watch ASMR videos that she's going to get a lot of views, and then YouTube is going to be like, all right, we'll, we'll There's pay There's a little you. bit she, you know, one of those conversations about, well, what do you want to do when you get when you grow up? She's mm-hmm. like, it's like, well, I don't know if I'm going to go to college. I'll probably just come up with something on YouTube and make money from that. She wow. said that straight out. Yeah. And I was like, wow. I was like, well, don't do that. Yeah. Good. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Don't be the next little Zan or yeah. little Tam yeah. or little whatever. Yeah. Who are these? These are all really little annoying. Tam? 
Yeah, Little Tam. Little, have you seen her? Uh, no, I know that Lil Xan. Who's Lil Xan? Little Tam is like, I think it's Little Tam is, uh, is her name. She's like a nine-year-old. I is got money, the, bitches. And is that the girl who's, oh, yeah. yes, yeah, I her. saw a video on Facebook. It's I was so like, she's brutal. so young. That gives me nightmares, that she's kind of stuff. And she's yeah. in a Ferrari, and somehow she drives off in the Ferrari. But that's also like, that's a... Uh, that's a support system that is allowing that. To oh, oh, no doubt. I'm not blaming yeah, little probably Tam. A lot of people are enabling I'm that. I'm blaming whoever the big Tam is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. go after big Tam. Big Tam, definitely. Right. Big, big brother, big Tam, big, big Tam whatever. Definitely yeah. responsible. Foul. Um, so your whole community was those was uh, UCB, the early group. Yeah. Matt was, Besser. Yeah, I learned from Matt Besser and Amy Poehler and Matt Walsh wow. and Ian Roberts. Were you involved in their nice. first upright... What was that in '99 when they came? Yeah, yeah, what a great show! Still, it holds up. Yeah, a couple of bits in that. The Amy scene in Polar. Central Park is so good. The, I think it's like mm. a magic scene or something where he starts like grabbing his crotch or. Something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the end. <laughs> like the out stage. of nowhere, this yeah, this guy just starts grabbing this guy's crotch. Say, like, hey, come up here for a minute, and he's doing like magic or something. He starts like groping him what? in front of this crowd of people, and I don't know if the crowd knew. Yeah, no, I don't think they they, they had to no do idea, kind of right? stuff. It's just for that and alone, you have to watch it. Oh yeah, for but, sure. But they would generate that stuff from they do ass cats and then they video them, and then they the scenes that they thought would work they would transcribe and kind nice. of tweak and try to really good. That was nice. the beginning of long form. Right, mm-hmm. pretty much. That was the beginning of long form. Well, it was it, pretty much short form up to that point. Yeah, but I mean, Chicago had been. Long That's form, true. That's they true. Sort of, they branched it out. They blew it up in a gigantic fashion. Mm-hmm. You friends with that crowd? I've been going to the Pack oh, yeah. Theater and doing classes there, and I'm kind of. Blown I away still by do it. a show. I still do shows there. at the Pack Theater. No, no, at uh, uh, UCB. Oh, UCB. Okay, yeah. 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 I've, I'm just yeah. Do you know those guys though, like Miles Stroth and that whole group over there? Pretty interesting what they're doing over there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but UCB is just amazing. It really helped me write, and it helped me give myself permission. If I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if I went to that to it now, I would cut and run because I would be daunted. It's just no, it's a different group. Yeah, you got to buy the book, right? There's There's some stuff involved, and it's also just the sheer number of people. Yeah, it's heavy. Because classes must be twenty, twenty-five people at this point. When you like audition for, I think Harold auditions, they have like two slots. Eight hundred people would be auditioning (sighs) for stuff, and then there was about fifty to a hundred when I was auditioning. It's, for those classes, so geez. that makes sense, and it's in the compound. Uh, the compound, <laughs> that's what my friends call. <laughs> Wait, which one? I'm sorry. It starts to look very culty when something moves to that kind of a building. Oh yeah, and it's gated and it's fenced in. Well, yeah, it's like you they, have to go to UCB and check it out. Okay. It's crazy. It does to me. It's I was like, this is like a community college. Yeah, it does. But it looks it, like a small community college. But what they're doing is you can get. Um, college credit for theater. Uh, oh, really? By taking classes. Okay, there. Nice. I, that I didn't know, and yeah. that's really great. Well, that's what they're. That's that's why they're so. You know, they have, which I think is a little bit of a disservice because I think one of the things that was good for me was I learned from disparate approaches. Mm-hmm. You know, different voices and and philosophies, and they've kind of congealed it and. Put it into all one thing now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, which you know, if that's 
that's what you want. That's, that's good. Yeah, but, <laughs> I agree. But you won't. Yeah, but it it was nice because I feel like now if you like okay if you go to UCB you're going to learn the UCB style. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it used to be it's like if you go to UCB you would learn Matt Besser's approach and you would mm-hmm. learn Amy Polar's and Ken Bellini's and right. Armando Diaz and these other sort of you know, or the teachers. specialty classes of Ian Roberts or whatever. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. So now it's all been it's all slimed together. It's all slimed together. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I don't know if it works, there it but is. <laughs> good try. It works, good right, try. Right. I have a question. Yeah. What ha- do you have any fun audition stories? Mm. Or really dark. <laughs> I have a I have one that fun is dark, right? Yeah. I, sometimes. I had one that I took a stand in. Yeah. Yeah. There it was this one that was during the when they were doing pranking, everybody's pranking the fuck out oh, of everything. God. And it was a movie. They were doing like a, a movie where there's one actor who's who's like a real actor, and everyone else in the movie is a hired improviser. And so we're gonna fuck with this guy, right? And we're gonna make the movie, make him the star of the movie, and make a big deal about it. It's a big shot and stuff. But we're all gonna be like fucking with him, and we're gonna film it and stuff. Oh, oh okay. And I was like, and it was a thing of like I wasn't getting more. A bunch of auditions, but it made me super mad. And mm-hmm. so, before the audition, I was like, "I'll let you know that I think this is a terrible and abusive mm-hmm. idea. <laughs> if this happened to me, I would probably try to sue all you guys. Wow! And I think this is a real like disservice, yeah. you know, to any kind of creative field. That being said, I'll audition for you and do really well right now, right? <laughs> and like, but I'm not going to be in your movie. Wow! Right. Nice. And they were like, "Well." <laughs> that's funny, Brett. Okay, let's go ahead and do it. And then afterwards, like, that was really funny. Are you going to do that? Like, if we did it for the movie, I was like, I'm not going to do your. No, fuck you. I love yeah, that. I'm did not the doing this film. Yeah. Wow. Was, yeah, that was a weird that time. That is abusive. With all yeah. the pranks. Oh, God, I hated it. Ugh. What yeah. is it? Schadenfraud? Is that the word I'm trying to think of? Or we just Maybe. make fun of people that are just totally beat down or like fooled or Dang. hitting the nuts with a frisbee yeah. to bring it to its lowest. Uh, yeah. Uh, and bring it to LA, right? Yeah, it was bad. Jeez. Uh, so that was that was my my righteous. Yeah, <laughs> it's good on you for that. <laughs> Jeez, I love how you put him through a really good audition, then told him that's such the opposite way. Yeah, like oh, you're great, you nailed it. Yeah, I'm not interested. Yeah, I want to right. do it. I need. I definitely, and I honestly, definitely needed some empowerment in my life yeah, at that time. Okay, there so you I go. Was like, all right, it's okay to say I'm not doing this. Right. But yeah, because for. that's. You don't, that it takes a long time to get that in your head. Again, you don't have to, every, you're, you are providing a service for them. Mm. And if the service doesn't work for them, then they can, you know, go on Yelp and find somebody else or whatever. But, but (laughs) they're casting from Yelp. Yeah. But this, anybody that's, but going in with the attitude of like, oh my God, thank you so much for, for Uh, allowing me to come in here and try to, Fulfill this problem, you know, yeah. fix this problem you have of this character. That's or great, yeah. But that I I got that from a casting person, uh, and it, it's it's top down. Like you have the same thing with like your agents. You feel very like, oh, you chose me, you lifted me out of the muck, mm. and right, which is true. Like you know, you get the opportunity, but at a certain yeah, point, you can't be like an indentured please. servant. I feel right, like right, we're right. all equals. 
Like I, th- I think yeah. I have a great relationship with my agents and my managers, and uh-huh. and, I, and before like my previous ones, I felt like I was like you walking know, on eggshells. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, like oh, I can't email them because I emailed them yesterday. Right, yeah. right, right. And, yeah, you know, perfect. Now, like fuck it. I'm, yeah, great, great communication. Yeah. great relationships. We're equals. We're all working on the same team. You know That's what I mean? That's great. I yeah. think you're right, though. Like, it gets to a place of, like, I don't need, not only do I not need to be validated to make sure they like me, but it's also a thing about, like, not being freaked out about financial fear. Like, I need this job, yeah. and I will do whatever I have to for this. Mm. But there are also times that you need that job, and you'll do whatever you right. have to. Well, I guess so, which is there's the, a fine line there, you yeah, know? Yeah, which is the hard thing, but I guess you just don't want to kind of get in the pattern of, like... You just are doing a, a recurrent disservice to yourself, yeah. You know, or get in that mindset, of right? Like, There's a lot of no's, but there could be that one yes. It could be. Makes it worth it. It is a fucking hard job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. Right? Just and I, I will say, like, it is a hard. Once job. you get the job and you're on set, it is very. Any actor who's like, oh my god, compared to all these other people who are working here for 14 hours straight on set, and I get to come on it and do my two hours, and I have to go wait around and stuff. People complain about that. Mm-hmm. I say fuck you because right. we yeah, genuinely have. Hear your, oh, we're working every day. It's 26 episodes. Yeah, it's like fuck off. Yeah, yeah. But it's like once you get on there, that that's <laughs> then the you thing. get a four month hiatus with the nine hundred thousand dollars you just made. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? But, I agree with you. But the work and like the the. The man hours is is the emotional toll, yeah, mm-hmm. and journey and all that kind There's of no stuff. There's no special thing like sitting on set. I will say that. Yeah. Did I say that correctly? I, I don't think know. so. I just said I it, it, was, it, was, it was not a great. Nothing, the cadence. The cadence. There's got me. no special thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's right. read that a different way. Come on. Wait a second. It's very special. No. There, I think you meant to say there's nothing like sitting there's I'm grateful set. for Thank sitting you. on set. There's, there's no like special thing like being and working on set. <laughs> right. There's Such nothing. Such a good feeling. Another wor- version is there's nothing as special as. Yes, there you go. I think that's, that's what good. I meant. Yeah. yeah or yeah. just, you know what, there's I'm grateful no when I'm on set. Thing. I like your bro- broken Vietnamese Jeez. version. That there's yeah, no yeah. special thing. <laughs> <laughs> there's no special. I'm not going to be racist no. right now. No. Why? Uh, I'm just kidding. Please, I'm glad you're not. This is America. This is America. Uh, She's going to the sheet. All right. Hey, oh, yeah, it's we game do time. parlor games oh, okay. here. Yeah. I have no idea what the game's going to be. I game just want to preface that. Is it called Be as Racist as Possible? No. Game time. No, but we will be doing that one next week. This game is fun. All right. It's called Five Strikes and You're Out. Oh, each, yeah, this one's actually pretty good. Each person holds up five fingers. We all go around the triangle. It's a kind tri- of a triangle. Yeah. We go around the triangle and say interesting things that we've done that we think the other two have not done. Okay, I like this. So if I say something and you guys have not done it, you put the finger down. Okay. And uh, You could win this. This is a gender thing that I'm not happy with. This is going to be very exciting. I like to win. Are you ready? Yes. I'll go first. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Let's keep it away from like, you know, body stuff. That's fair. That's fair. All right. I... Have blonde hair. I do not. I don't. And that is a fair question. You didn't at one point? Mm. I felt like you were a light haired no, dude. No, I've always, okay. always been dark haired. All right. Who's okay. Next? That was the teenager you played that had light hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, no, again, was... dude, your character work, this guy's character work is so good. Oh, thank you. Really? Touche. Thank you. That's like theater character work. 
Yeah. Do you do theater or no? That's all from improv. That's all improv. Nice. Improv. Improv works. Yeah, it it nice. really works. It really does. It, it You're definitely a master level of improv. Oh, and I, I say you. that from watching you be just as fucking funny in 2005, 2006, when you used to fill in with ASCAT, oh, you cool. and Sean Conroy. Yeah. And what oh, a great group. Yeah. That's, Aww, I appreciate that. Special. Sure. I mean that. I'm very honored to have people in here that I've always respected improv wise. It's cool. really cool. Thanks for coming. Oh, thanks for having me. Uh-huh. Great. Guys, we're all crying. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why I brought you this. No, I love it. I really just want to be clear on that. No, that it had a huge a impact on my life. It helped me get through a shitload of very dark times. Yeah. And Aww. I appreciate it when I see people from the old school. No, I've completely... I mean, we're still playing the game, but I... Everyone's holding up their hands. I don't know what happened. Uh, we just had a minute of bromance. I couldn't get through I it. I saw the bonding. Yeah. It was very special. No, I, I realized I was like, I was like, oh, in the improv stuff, I'll be like... I, a friend of mine got pissed off with me one time because he came to visit me, and this guy uh, <coughs> who I'd met at this improv festival was in town with his girlfriend, and he just ran into me at a, at a bar... And we just started talking, and I just kind of like just forgot my friend was there because we got so locked into it. And he, yeah. and he was like, he was like, I want you know, tell me things, and you know, like, and it was good. It may, I felt very sort of like, oh yes, don't worry, part of the you know the cult or whatever. Right, but, right. But, but you it, can't help it. But I recognized how much it meant to th- meant to him, mm-hmm. and how much like, yeah, how much you know. It, it meant to me too. Yeah, and it carries you through a lot of shit. Yeah. Comedy, therapeutic. Anyway, yeah. let's get I love okay. To sorry, laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Laughter's a money maker. That's all I know. Laughter is cool. <laughs> your cadence this morning is that a Sunday thing? I, I love it. Know. I don't know. All right, your okay. thing. Uh, I have been. Uh, I have wrestled a sumo wrestler. I have not. Wow. I definitely have not. Almost got paralyzed doing it. <laughs> wow, <but. laughs> damn. Oh, my God. I had um, sex with a very short woman. I don't want to. Is it midget? How, what's the term I use, Brian? Little person? Little, little person's weird. I think dwarf. feels like an age I thing. Dwarf okay, dwarf. I had uh, sexual congress with a dwarf. Okay. Do I put my own finger down for that one? No, I feel like no, I you keep it up. <laughs> no, if you did it, you keep it up. Oh, okay. Okay. I did. It not. was a novelty thing. What, it we, wasn't. It wasn't that I mended dwarfs, midgets, yeah. whatever oompa loompas. It just happened. Ah! Drunk Plattsburgh. Let's go. You just I have, have not a done that. Bad sense of scale, and you're like, what? <laughs> what this right. Especially like, when oh. you're drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I thought it was just the angle. I had on my short goggles. Yeah. Um, I have never been attracted to Brad Pitt. I guess I haven't either. That's a weird, that's a kind of a weird one. Cause no. I've said to my wife, like, that's a really good looking good dude. Men can be attracted I, to no, men I and went gay. In Thelma Louise, when he showed yeah. up with his shirt off, I was like, holy shit, that guy's fucking beautiful. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for your honesty. Yeah. I have to say that, yeah, I've even said to some, yeah, to my wife, I was like, oh, that guy, he's a good looking guy. He's aged well and he still looks good. All okay. Right, put it down. Oh, I put it down for that? Yeah. Oh, because I was attracted. Oh, God. Yes, I was attracted to Brad Pitt, I admit it, openly <laughs> on this podcast. Um, uh, Are you winning? Yeah. Oh, good. I have taken, uh, uh, I've, flown a heli- I've flown in a helicopter in the Grand Canyon. 
Nice. I've never done that. You guys. That's like a tourist thing. There, there are other people who are like, yeah, I've done that, whatever. That's a good right. one. I ate street food in <laughs> Vietnam. Uh, never even been. Never even been. I've only well, been to look, Canada. Look, we're all down to one. Uh-oh. Oh. Pinky's up. Pinky's <laughs> up. <laughs> At least we're polite You're right gonna now. You're going to win this, I yeah. think. All right. Shit. Go deep. Embarrassing, dark, something. All right. You want to hear embarrassing? Yes. Mm-hmm. Not the embarrassing story from the first or second to, podcast. I'm about to win right now. Oh, boy. Okay. I had to make out with Nicolas Cage for a movie. Oh. You win. You I mean, you win. You that, did you? No, you win. I win. Wow. <laughs> That's a pretty good one, That's though. That's a good one. Oh. You, for you to win on that note is... Thank you. Which yeah. movie? I like to win. It's called Dog Eat Dog. No. You know that movie? No. Yeah. <laughs> It's from an Edward Bunker book. I don't know if you know, Eddie Bunker was a very dark ex-con writer, and he wrote uh, Runaway Train. And we shot that in 2015. Huh. Willem Dafoe. Is he crazy looking now? Is it okay to no. talk about it? No, he's not crazy looking. He doesn't have a bunch of plastic surgery or anything. Was he? Did he go down that road? Not to my knowledge. I'm I didn't, so glad. I, didn't ask. I knew he has a hair, hairness, <laughs> or lack thereof. Yeah. He has a um, hair work done. His makeup artist was very sweet. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, That's I'm cool. glad he didn't go down the Mickey Rourke. Thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. He has a lot of tattoos. Yeah. Fuck. He's. Oh, those are all real tattoos. Yeah, from oh, wow. Beijing, China. Why would you go there? To get tattoos. There's great artists. Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Let's keep it. There's Where great artists right here in America. Here. Where else would he go? Some of the best yeah. tattoo artists are right in. Where else? Uh, there's no other option but China. Only option is I mean, China. I think, no, it's Japan, Cage. if anything. That's where the real I shit think is. You just you said it. If yeah. you're Nicholas Cage. Just, okay. You want right. to be original? That's, that's it honestly you, makes sense. What's the next yeah. level, Brian? Mongolia? Oh, what you mean for him? No, for tattoos. If you want to beat Nicolas Cage, where would you go next for tattoos? Oh, you go to a Russian prison. Well, first of all, you'd be you'd be Bruce Which, Willis. Which, by the way, going to, yeah. Yeah. no, those tattoos are badass yeah, and yeah. insane looking. I have yeah. a book of mm. Russian tattoos, prison tattoos. It's insane. Yeah, Dude, you I go to imagine. like the source. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real. Or Mexico, probably. There's probably some good cartel stuff going on now oh, at this point. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. There's probably some dark tattoos out there. Yeah, mine are pretty light. No big deal. I didn't go the real dark route. <laughs> Very colorful. Yeah. This was I was yeah, well, yeah. I was in prison, but this I was not in prison. I went to jail. Where'd the difference go? between jail and prison is like dating and marriage. What'd you go to jail for? Oh. I was a bad kid. Oh yeah? First degree burglary, grand theft auto. <gasps> yeah, I was oh. super incorrigible, crazy kid. Wow. I actually wrote a whole book of short stories about it. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh, I was wow. on Marin's show talking about it. Oh wow. Hilarious. I, I was on Sean out. Conroy's show the other day. Yeah. Which was not the other day, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I'll brought you a copy. Oh, I'd love that. I know you're not a reader. I would but try. I brought it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I would, There's short stories. I'll get halfway short, through. Short. It. That's my that's yeah, my yeah. MO. I get halfway through every book. Oh, this mm-hmm. is yeah, this is pretty mm-hmm. good. I'm told it's good. I yeah, did. it is. Actually, good. I'm going to own it. It's fucking good. It's yeah. good. The, I worked hard on this yeah, and almost died a couple to of times. Accept the fact that it's good. Yeah. Thank you. What is that? That is a universal thing know. amongst 
artists are just like I don't know, but I want to break that paradigm because it's and either, let others know that they don't have to live in under being. They call it under under being. being. Yeah. Well, it's like you are either under being or you're Kanye. Like I feel like the yeah. the, <laughs> the extremity of Shit. sort of like false confidence is like right. yeah, motherfucker, or like <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and it's those two voices. Yeah. Like, that yeah. is so perfect to say. Like you're either under being or you're Kanye. Yeah. But that's but that's what they say. Like the uh, egomaniac with the inferiority complex is about is like mm. from one end of the spectrum to the next and it's about finding that middle ground of yeah. being a little more neutral where is it and owning that <laughs> owning the that? egomania when the role calls for it or being this you yeah. know I think just owning it in general yeah for sure yeah just and not uh, shit. being stuck in the story right. as we started this whole mm. podcast with I yeah. started having like a full like my my ex was really good about I think she also got, just got sick of it. She would just be like, one time somebody gave me a compliment about Veep or something, and I was like, oh, thanks. You know, I wish I was on there a little bit more and stuff. And she's just like, take the compliment. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. take the compliment. Yeah, yeah. It's my wife he, does don't that. Don't burden, don't put it back on this person. They don't need to know your whole thing. Oh, right. And every time you re- revisit that story in your head, you are... You're reinforcing. You're reinforcing, and you're also taking away from what it is. Like, right. Mm-hmm. You know, how many other people would like that? Mm-hmm. And you're like, wee, 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 wee. And so many women in my life have helped me get out of that weird yeah. shell of like, yeah, yeah. Don't be so hard on yourself. Just and, say yes, thank you, whatever. Mm-hmm. And and so now I'm like, I think about like I try to think about work as like, oh, I am my own business. And if you had like a coffee shop and people are like, really, like a coffee shop, you're like, oh, thanks. Yeah. Right, right. You wouldn't right. be like, oh, I wish it was in a different uh, location. The grill's still I wish really we had dirty. Yeah. Beans. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's well, great. I wish we were Starbucks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you're just like, oh, thanks. So thanks for coming in. Right. You know? right, you know? right. I see that as a sketch character, the guy who just cannot take a compliment yeah. or completely justifies his cool. way out of it until Absolutely. until the person, the last person who compliments him, he goes on such a diatribe that they commit Harry Carey. Mm. <laughs> like or the, or or the compliment is like, you know what? You suck. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> you're right. You're right. That's true. I, f- I could have sucked more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, where can people find you? Let's oh talk God. about the show for a second. Which one? The one you have on that's coming. You have a show? No, you. Oh, I do. Has that show <laughs> aired I was going to say, what show? No, no. It, it hasn't aired. That's no. why we're talking now. That's June. why we're sitting here. Yes. This so month. It, it, it happens. is June. June 24th nice. on Adult Swim at midnight. This is where I'm personally confused. <laughs> June 24th is either midnight starts at at eleven fifty at eleven after eleven fifty nine on June twenty third, or as Adult Swim has explained it to me, no, it's on the twenty fourth at midnight. So actually, for your DVRs and stuff, it would be the twenty fifth. Oh, I told you, again, Adult this, Swim's a mystery. It oh. I, an they, enigma. Uh, Children's Hospital had the biggest problem with this. They're just like we. We don't know. People will try to tape it, and they tape the wrong night. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So I say this with like just. Just look at a calendar or go online and find out what the, mm-hmm. like, look at a physical thing of showing. So 1159 right. on the 23rd is where we should set our DVRs. I don't know. Go to I TV Guide. Don't it's know. on there, I'm sure. They there told me, go. like, they said, say, Sunday, June 24th at midnight. So that's what I'm saying. But So Monday morning. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So I would say record both. Three nights of TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in there somewhere. Yeah, just blanket it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think we're going to have a a, a 
screening of it on cool. the 14th at the UCB? Liz. UCB? Uh, no, at Liz Felis Theater. Yeah. Nice. Um, and I think we're going to have some tickets to give away. So you nice. can find information about that at my Instagram and my Twitter, which are both The Brian Husky. The Brian Husky. Great. The Brian Husky. And then I'm also on Facebook as the Brian Husky's Brian Husky fan page. Nice. <laughs> there you go. That's a mouthful. It is. Did you get all that? Yes. <laughs> nice. The, the Brian Following Husky. today. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you for coming. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me. Thanks. thanks to Thailand Productions. Rate and review so others can find us. Yeah. This email is, the show. Sorry. It's a good podcast, guys. Oh, oh thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Like you well, it could have been... Down. Sorry. <laughs> it could have, could have been better. Could keep doing these. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can email the show at me and Marcus at gmail.com. Brian, would you like to leave our listeners' ears with anything else? Oh. Mm. An inspirational Sunday, something. Oh, gosh. Oh, on the spot. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'll give a quote from my mom, which is nice. sort of like childhood is a nightmare. But I now, <laughs> I now realize she was saying, give yourself some space. She used to say, you never get it right. Mm. And that was very damning to me. I was like, oh, great. You never fucking get it right. So I try. I wonder it. why you can't take a compliment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but now, but what she really meant was just like, uh, you're, you are, you always have to keep growing. You mm. always have to. Yes. You, it, when you can never, if you think you're going to get it right and everything's solved, that's not the way to approach life. Never like not evolve. Never not evolve. There you go. Yeah. 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 That's a good No one. special nice. day. Nobody <laughs> is perfect, not even you. Right. Yeah. Only compare yourself <laughs> to your former self. <laughs> right. Oh, man, All these right. aphorisms are kind of a bummer if you don't. Yeah. Right. yeah. Everything is great, yeah. but not yeah. always. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, just have a nice Sunday. Yeah. Right. Thanks for tuning thanks, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. And we out.